0: Bienvenidos a nuevo to the Injury Prone Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Porras, doctor of physical therapy, medical analyst at fantasypoints.com. Irritated with my microphone currently. I have a blue Yeti. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I think I'm allowed to talk about that openly because I'm going to voice a little bit of a complaint. I've had it less than a year. The podcast has been around since July, and I can't seem to get the mic to work. The USB port on the microphone itself is out of whack, I don't know what's going on. It's The connection is loose, it seems like all the microphone does is sit there, I unplug it occasionally and then plug it back in, but it's not working. So I'm gonna have to check out those warranty policies because this is not working out. The Blue Yeti is on its last leg. Speaking of players who are on a potential single leg, let's chat about what happened with Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, right? Came in to the Thursday night game with a hamstring injury. It was reported that if he plays, he's going to be on a snap count. Turns out that's what happened. Here's the process, right? You look at a player like Keenan Allen, you look at the situation, and you say to yourself, okay, there's a 20% recurrence in a calendar year for players with hamstring injuries. Most of the research indicates that the first week after a hamstring injury is the most likely week for it to be re-injured. You look at the fact that these things are extremely fragile. It's not like rolling an ankle and taping it up. There's really nothing you can do to prevent it from happening again, if it's going to happen again. So you look at that volatility. You look at what Keenan Allen's done in the past. I know that there's a game where he had, I think, 12 or 13 PPR points playing through a hamstring strain previously. It wasn't this year. And then you look at what he did, you know, against uh, through injury with a back injury just this year. I think he had like, 13 targets, 10 catches, 125 yards, right? So you're looking at a floor-ceiling combination that's pretty vast. The problem is, well, the dilemma is, if Keenan Allen's active, he's proven that he can play through things and give you a solid floor. Today, he did not give a solid floor. Thursday night, he did not give a solid floor. But the process was right. If you, Unless you had somebody else that's a top 10, top 15 fantasy performer right now, you really didn't have another option when it comes to these things, because these things are, are these situations are just complete flukes, right? It goes 50-50. Week one, Mike Evans had a hamstring injury. Anybody who started him ended up getting bailed out because he had, I think, one target. I think I talked about this last week. He had one target, ended up getting a touchdown with Tom Brady in week one through a hamstring injury. But a lot of other players have actually gone on to re-injure their hamstring. Adam Thielen last year comes to mind uh, when they come back the first week. So, It's a crapshoot. It's really a crapshoot. And the bottom line is you play the percentages. You had a much higher time, much higher, your percentages were much higher or more in your favor without any knowledge before tonight to play Keenan Allen as opposed to flexing somebody like Cole Komet. I mean, would that have been a decent option? I mean, compared to a lot of other options, yeah, I guess, you know, they're getting Cole Komet going. But Keenan Allen versus the field, even on – a hobbled hamstring if you chose Keenan Allen I cannot blame you don't beat yourself up I would have done the same thing I did do the same thing in a couple of weeks don't beat yourself up you played the percentages you played the odds now you just need to move forward with it and that's that just wanted to give a quick update on Christian McCaffrey and Antonio Gibson I know there were some reports that Antonio Gibson was out at practice today not actually the case He was just working on the side. In other words, he was in, you know, working with the rehab team. He didn't actually practice. So if you believe that he practiced, you were under the wrong impression. He did not practice. He's unlikely to play. I'd be surprised if he even came back next week. But anything's possible. At this point, you also have Chris McCaffrey, who was limited on Tuesday. Didn't practice Wednesday, didn't practice Thursday. They say they're not going to shut him down. I don't really know what's going on at this point. Your guess is as good as mine. You've you've effectively made it this far without Christian McCaffrey. So, I mean, don't hold your breath at this point, but there's a chance that he comes back next week. Doesn't seem like it's going to be this week. So Matthew Stafford, Iron Man, right? Plays through everything. Plays through thumbs, shoulders. Does everything he can to be out on the field with this team. And an organization that, let's be honest, has underutilized Matthew Stafford and completely wasted his talent for the, the better part of about 10 years now. It's just a reality, right? The Lions are a joke. Caldwell was there, went 9-7, and seven, and they fired him. They hadn't done anything before that. He went 9-7, and seven, they fired him. It's just an organization, it's a mess from top to bottom. There's really no way to slice it. That That's being nice probably. But anyway, the Lions that are sitting at I think five and eight, eight or five and nine, whatever it is at this point, have Matthew Stafford, who now has a ribs injury on top of a thumb injury. He hasn't in practiced this week. Bevel specifically didn't shut the door on him coming back, but I mean, what do they have to gain at this point from bringing him back? Nothing really, right? There's nothing they they have to gain from bringing him back. So if you look at the fact that Matthew Stafford is going to be playing through some cartilage damage, he's going to be playing through a thumb injury. And when you look at the research done on NFL players and ribs injuries, which is essentially the same thing uh, as what, what Stafford has, they typically take two to four weeks to recover. So the bottom line here is this is another percentage play. If Matthew Stafford is active, You're not going to play Matthew Stafford, at least not if you want a high percentage play. His mobility will likely be limited. He'll likely be having a hard time out there moving around. He's going to take a hit and could be out. It's just not an overall bad situation to place yourself in during the semifinals of the fantasy playoffs. Another quarterback that we're going to discuss here is one who's been through some stuff. Alex Smith, dealing with a cap issue. You know, they think they're saying it's a strain. You have to remember that it's the same side he had 17 surgeries on. Alex Smith effectively has a partial muscle completely taken out of his leg at this point. He, he has half of an anterior tibialis from what it appears. Maybe maybe more than that. Who knows? Could be something different too, a different muscle. But anterior tibialis, which is essentially the muscle that helps you bend your ankle up, that's the part that he's missing. Now, the antagonist to that muscle is, guess what? The calves. So if he can't bend his ankle up as good and he can't push his ankle off the ground as good, what is giving us confidence that even if he plays, which they say that he will, they say that the plan all along is him not to practice and then come back and play, even if he comes back to play, what exactly are we expecting from him? Now, that's not to knock the story. Fantastic story. Awesome guy. Awesome comeback. shoein' in for comeback player of the year. Like absolute shoein'. in But let's be honest, he hasn't been playing good football necessarily. Sure, the team's been winning, and for fantasy purposes, I I mean, has he even been usable? I'd have to go back to double check that before I say it. But temper expectations for Alex Smith, I don't necessarily think he's gonna be spectacular coming back off this injury. The average return to to sport time for a general calf strain, according to Warner and colleagues, is 17 days. This is an NFL players. There's a standard deviation of 14 days, though. So typically, you know, they can allegedly come back within four days. Uh, Alex Smith is going to try to come back in, you know, six or seven. We'll see if that happens. I'm not totally confident he's active yet, but if he does, I am not using him in cash. I'm not using him in season long. It's just an overall not a great situation to play the odds against. I'll leave you with some odds and ends here and a bit of personal news. Chase Edmonds hasn't practiced all week. Doesn't seem like he's going to play. That places Kenyon Drake at a much higher um, return, I guess. If you utilize Kenyon Drake and DFS, if you have him on your season-long teams, he could see a lot more touches moving forward, well, at least for this week. Raheem Mostert was DNP and then came up as LP. Not totally confident in him if he plays. He's been playing through some stuff, but it's really hard to trust him. I think that's it for the odds and ends. I will say Michael Thomas has been two DNP's in a row. Don't really I can't really I don't really know what that means yet, so make sure you go to fantasypoints.com check out my entire um, injury preview that I'm going to talk about. I wouldn't be surprised if he just goes FP full practice tomorrow. That's Michael Thomas. Calvin Ridley's been limited and DK Metcalf after his ankle sprain is full practice. Julio Jones, same old, same old. Doesn't seem like he plays. If he does play, he can give you 20. He can also give you five. So that's the deal on him. Robert Woods came up as a DMP, then an LP. I think he goes, I think he's going to be fine. But again, check in with me later this week. I'd also like to say thanks to the Fantasy Sports Writers Association. I am against, I mean, I'm anti-establishment, and yet now I'm a part of the establishment. I have been accepted as a member of the Fantasy Sports Writers Association. So shout out to, shout out to them. I guess I'm official now. I guess you can call me official. But also shout-out to Fantasy Points, who covered my uh, my cost of memberships, which is a whopping $40. So shout-out to them as well. Um, shout-out to Keenan Allen tanking a couple of my rosters. It's okay. We still love you. You told us to start you, so we did. That's it. So good luck this week in the semifinals. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at FBInjuryDoc. Gracias otra vez.